When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Thank you for joining me. It's the Padawans podcast, episode five. And we have our first guest Woo-hoo. from the Now They Fly Now podcast, Cartoon D2. How's it going, Thank- buddy? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. And it is an honor being the first guest on yeah. Padawans podcast. Yeah. Uh, when I started this uh, with David, unfortunately, th- so this is going to be a little bit more pre-recorded. Uh, David wasn't able to come on this week, so I'm switching it up. Every so often, we're going to have a podcast where it's not going to be an episode about the Clone Wars. It can be anything Star Wars. So we're going to have... This episode's going to be about Carter's favorite TV show, Star Wars Rebels. Um, he's actually holding up the uh, Sabine Wren Rebels emblem for the people that are going to be listening. Uh, yes. But um, Carter, what was your first experience with Star Wars? So with Star Wars in general, my first experience was was definitely with my dad and I mean this was I was I was probably five years old and my dad is a teacher mm-hmm. and every so often he would invite his teacher friends over to do whatever and all of them were pretty big Star Wars fans. Yep. So they were binging the movies one day and as a probably five year old kid I was like, oh okay I want to watch Star Wars because Star Wars seems freaking sweet. Yeah. So I walked down and that was def- that was my first interaction with it was watching and they we actually did prequels first because they were trying to do it in chronological, in chronological order. order yeah so Phantom Menace, Attack the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. And I remember after Revenge of the Sith, like running up to my room and just bawling my eyes out because I had no <laughs> clue. I'm like, oh my gosh, this kid the same kid. age as me. How did yes, he grow like- up so fast? <laughs> Yeah, the kid that was just my age is now laying in the freaking ashes of Mustafar burning alive. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is my first there. exposure. This is not okay. Yeah, exactly. This is, <laughs> this is my first exposure to this thing. And then obviously keep watching it and then kind of fell in love. I, I remember getting different action figures. I would My dad would always get me just different i'm not sure what series they were but just general action figures they would have been like hasbro as, yeah they're uh, prob- yeah figures yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. hasbro was the one that was pushing them for the longest time especially for revenge of the sith because obviously i was i'm a little older than you are yeah but um i i remember the hasbro um packaging had a silhouette of darth vader for revenge of the sith and every single package had that so that was the coolest thing for me. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we grew up in the prequel era. You kind of towards the end of it, and I See, was heavy. I was heavy into yeah. it. Yeah. So. But what I think is interesting about my generation, I mean, not my generation, because I think we'll probably still both Gen Z. No, I'm I'm millennial. Okay. Okay. I'm on well. the I'm on the back end of the millennial. I could have been a Gen X. Uh, okay. Or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. But. What I think's interesting is I grew up with the prequels, but I didn't grow up 
I mean, I kind of grew up with the prequels, mm-hmm. but like one thing I I can't relate to that a lot of people my age can is that they grew up with the Clone Wars. I yeah, I never really watched the Clone Wars. I mean, yeah. n- no, no, like since then, obviously I've watched it. But oh yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't grow up like every Friday waiting for the new episode of the Clone Wars to wrap out. It's oh, just yeah. kind of not how it was. I was more of a oh let's go watch. Revenge of, the, um, Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I love Return of the Jedi. I'll watch that all day. But yeah, yeah, that's just kind of how I grew up. And then with um, Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, the video game was always there. Oh yeah, so that's it's kind of my my intro to Star Wars. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm. but yeah, so. Speaking of Clone Wars, I'll have to get you on for an arc because um, I've got a couple of amazing guests coming up for just yeah, individual yeah. arcs coming up. So, y'all, I'll have to get you on for something that you actually like so you, me, and David can chop yeah. it up and talk about the arc. But yeah, for sure. We're not here for Clone Wars today, people. And just before we get into it, if you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels, I would suggest you skip skipping this week's episode. Pause. Pause the episode. Yes. Go watch and then come back. Yeah, and then come back. Yeah, absolutely. Come back and then you can you can enjoy the conversations that we are going about to have because there are spoilers for Clone Wars. There are events from from Clone Wars in the later seasons that that have that Rebels does spoil, so keep that in mind. But if you've seen it, get ready for an awesome episode of Rebels. If you're a, lo- a Rebels lover, it's going to be a awesome time. Yes. So Rebels is awesome. So let's just get into it. Uh, Rebels first aired in, I want to say 20. So shortly after the merger. Is, is it 14? 20, 2014 or 2015? Let me look it up. I want to say it's 2015. And I, so I actually, so my first exposure. 2014, to, yep. Yeah, 2014. So I was a I would have been a sophomore in college. So my I, I didn't really get into Rebels, to be honest. Um, I kind of missed the airings of the first season. And then I kind of heard things midway. Uh, I, I caught a feeling I, I like I've never heard of this Star Wars Rebels. Maybe I should check it out. I ended up liking it. The first season, uh, and we'll talk more in depth about each season. That's what the main basis of today is going to be. We're going to go through each season, talk about what we liked, what could have been improved or aspects, and get into the nitty-gritty of this show because it really builds on what the future is coming in Star Wars content. So um, season one. letters in the future. Yeah, because yeah, it, many there's a, series are going to be built off of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so <laughs> first season, we get to meet Ezra, who is the main character of this show. Um, so my first, so first watching this, I was like, "Huh, this kid's a thief. How are we gonna? <laughs> how are we gonna make a show about a thief joining the rebellion? Like, how's this gonna work?" But like that first exposure to him stealing the what was it i can't even remember uh, what happened a, in the a 
A280s? Yes. I yeah, the, the weapons. I yes, the weapons. I think they're A280s. It could be a different gun, but I had this in a trivia a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I think it's an A280. Yeah, I think it could be an A280. <laughs> I think it could be the A280s because later on, because in that same episode, don't they, doesn't Zeb uh, talk about the, the Empire using those? Correct? Um... Zeb, well, Zeb talks about the gun that exterminated his. Oh, okay. His. Um... I'm thinking those are the, the the same things. Obviously, for the listeners and the in the watchers right now, I'm I'm out of my element. That Rebels <laughs> isn't my thing, but I enjoy it, and I wanted to bring Carter on so I could learn a little bit more about the show. Um, but yeah, I you know, it it, it kind of has its moments. In the first season, it's just like any other show, like Bad Batch, for example. Now, it's it's the first season of a show that's just starting, especially animation. It you you have your speed bumps, but you, as long as you stay with it, it'll improve. Yeah, Don't you agree? That's that is the biggest thing I found with the series is well, I'll just tell. So personally, I I didn't watch Rebels until about eight months ago probably going on a year now I'm, wow. so I'm a i'm a very new fan new fan but yeah i, I loved it and yeah. i never watched it because of that reason because everyone's been because of hate it's been it's gotten gotten online because of the animation styles or mm-hmm. whatever but one day i was just like okay let's sit down and watch this yeah in the first few episodes I'm like okay this could be fun whatever and then it's as got you potential keep, and as you keep watching you're like oh shit yeah and this this so this happened to my friend we we would always watch whatever together like star wars marvel whatever mm-hmm. and i was like hey you you should sit down and try to watch rebels i'm only about half a season in if you you could easily catch up and then we could watch it together there and i go. think that's i think that's why i like rebels so much is because it has like a little like memory like no, no, yeah, absolutely. No, just like, like, call, like recent nostalgia in it. But then as we kept watching it, we're like, oh crap, this is this is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. No, absolutely. And as you get to season four, you're like, wow. No, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a it, it Dave Filoni and Carrie Beck do such a great job with uh, did such a great job with this show. Like, especially with the characters, especially with Ezra. Starting in the first season, you meet him, he's a thief. Then he runs into Kanan, who we know a little bit of background now no, of what no. he was before. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, especially in the first episode, you you can kind of tell. Uh, I think I think this kid is is force sensitive because it plays the force theme a little bit for sure. When the he when he's looking, hinted. yeah, yes. when he looks at Kanan from atop, when he's looking above mm-hmm. and he sees Kanan below, it goes. And then, mm-hmm. and then it, and then it would go. That's how it starts. So it'd play that part, and then he would hide, and then Kanan would notice it too. Yeah. So that's kind of funny how that interaction in the first season starts in that first episode. Yeah, I mean the first interaction we get of Ezra is is kind of crazy looking back on it to where he was compared to where he's going. And we'll talk about more where he's going. But when we first meet him, he is like, a, he's basically a straight cat. Yo, absolutely. He, he doesn't have anything. 
His family, we don't know what happened to his family. Nope. He's just he's just a nomad mm-hmm. collecting stormtrooper helmets in his tower. Yeah. He's steal he's stealing to eat. He has no sense of family at all. Knows he no. doesn't know anything about the force. No. That's what knows nothing about the force. No, absolutely. And then he not. runs into these and then he runs into these people. Like, yeah, that are huh. somewhat they, rebels, but not part of the rebellion. Kind yeah, they're like at the time, they're somewhat rebels. They're yeah. rebels, but they're not rebels. Yeah, rebels. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as we pro- as we progress through um the first season, Ezra starts Ezra uh Kanan who is a rogue Jedi, not a rogue Jedi, but he is a surviving survived Jedi. Order 66. Yep, survived Order 66. But because of Hunter from the Bad Batch, <laughs> by the way, by the way, yeah. um, he meets up with a Twi'lek, Hera Syndulla, who we meet. In, also in, in the Bad Batch. Also in Bad Batch. But we have... The, the name Sindula should sound familiar to you guys because Champ Sindula is her father who we see in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually see him in the first season, uh, the Storm of Ryloth in that arc towards the end of season one. Um, but he, uh, we those two meet up in a book, uh, A mm-hmm. New Dawn, which came out relatively close to um, Rebels season, in between Rebels season one and season two. Yeah. Um. And then you got we, Sabine Wren. Who is daughter of Ursa Wren. Mandalorian. Yes, which <laughs> ties into the Clone Wars as well because Dave mm-hmm. built a lot of that Mandalorian lore from George in the Clone Wars, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. I really liked her character. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then... Sabine, Sabine's one of my favorites, and I'll get to it later on, but yeah. No, yeah. And then the last wall, okay, so there's two members. Zeb left. and Chomp. Yep. Chop, Zeb. obviously. What's the... Zeb's story again? Um, Lasat that has survived. Um, the Lasat uprising. Upright. Well, when the Empire just killed all of the Lasats. Yeah, yeah, the so, massacre. Yeah. So yeah, I would say <clears> that they they all have a story of um, they're all they were all lost at some point. Mm-hmm. Kanan was lost after Order sixty six. Hera. Obviously, we just watched in Bad Batch's loss after, after um, after everything happened in in the Bad Batch. Yep. We have Zeb who is lost after the Lasat. I want to say it's word. the uprising. I think it's the uprising. Because, okay. Yeah. Well, and and you know, this is the first fe- uh, species that we actually see of of Zeb. And actually, another yeah, another fun fact, he was actually supposed to be. The concept he was the concept art for Chewbacca yeah. for the Wookiees. That's what they mm-hmm. were supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. and a lot of things about Rebels is that they used a lot of the artwork that Ralph mm-hmm. McQuarrie did and put it yes, in the show. Which which is like it gets a lot of hate, the the art type, but I like it. It's it has a lot more his it has a lot of history to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It has to fit with the original trilogy era. Of and course. That's what and it Ralph does. McCoury and it does, does. perfectly. It oh, does. yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the Clone Wars and Rebels have very different art styles, but the Clone Wars is closer to the prequels. And yep. as we move towards the original trilogy, we get more original trilogy concept art in Rebels, yes. which is fantastic writing. Yeah, and absolutely. And we 
Um, so Ezra meets up with the ragtag Lothal oh, group. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. So we were saying Zeb was lost. Mm-hmm. Kanan was lost. Yes. Hera and Chopper were lost. Sabine was, was lost because of different family issues on Mandalore. Yes. And then who they meet? Ezra. Uh, Ezra. He's lost. He's lost. So it's just a whole bunch it's of misfits. It's, it's a it's, whole bunch of misfits that yeah. join together to do greater good. No, yeah, absolutely. And to see the relationships, even in even in season one, I mean, you see Ezra and Kanan. Kanan finally reveals who he is after years yeah. of hiding, which, I, I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. is amazing. Yes. He, he is probably one of my favorite voice actors or actors in everything. Oh, yeah. Freddie does. Prince Jr. is. An Especially actor. with Star Wars because he's. He's almost as a big as nerd as Sam Witwer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so crazy how much he really put into his care his character of Kanan. Yeah. Um, but and I love Hera. It's like the the, the ghost crew, it feels like Star Wars. Something feel, yes, I feel it like, feels I, like Star Wars. It, it feels like original trilogy Star Wars. You know? Yes. Um so he meets up with them. He all of a sudden, so he, so he, in the, I think in the second episode, he steals a holic or he senses the holic. Yes. Right? Take mm-hmm. me through that episode. So, um, after they, f- they first pick him up, they get captured by the Empire. I oh. believe this would be the second episode. And while they're getting captured a little bit before Ezra steals the holocron, opens it. He opens the holocron. Crazy. Guess who shows up? Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And it's it's one of the it's crazy. You're watching that. You're like, oh, that's the yeah. message he sent to all the Jedi. Yeah, oh! absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So then, so then, I may be getting episodes mixed up. I'm almost. I'm pretty sure this is second episode. They get caught. Uh, Ezra then gets put into the jail cell. Yes. He he then disappears. Uh-huh. The two stormtroopers walk in, he's, and he goes, bye. Yep, goes, pretty much. Yeah. And then they take him back. And what's funny is Ezra say, saves Zeb's life. So then until Zeb saves Ezra's life, there's like a little there's a, yeah, like, There's a you owe I, me. You yeah, owe you me. owe me. Mm-hmm, and then I think much. in episode three or four when they steal the TIE fighter. Yes. That episode, Zeb's like, he's like, well. Have I repaid you yet? Yeah, like, pretty fine, much. Fine, just let me jump in the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just fun to see the first season is very much so the the antagonist the, the antagonist is a inquisitor who we find right. out more of his background in season 2, but his first canon appearance is actually in the Darth Vader comic in 2017. Yeah, yeah so um spoilers for Vader 2017. Yeah. Spoilers. In Vader 2017, or in case you guys want to know, after, like, directly after Order 66, Palpatine goes out, finds um, ex-Jedi to lure to the dark side, who will then hunt down old Jedi. We see them training, and the Grand Inquisitor is kind of the head of the Inquisitors, who him and Vader have a bit of bitterness you could say towards each other yeah so 
I would say that relationship is Vader. Vader knows what they're being used for. He knows he's superior to them. Yeah. He just goes along with it because that's what Palpatine wants. Yeah, for sure. More or less. Yeah. Yeah, you should read Vader 2017. Yes, it's great. Yeah. It, and especially if you're a prequel, if you if love the pre- prequels. Oh, my gosh. And you, and even if you love Darth Vader. The it first out his character. The first panel of the comic is Vader screaming, no. Yeah, but so it gives it's him more depth. After. Yeah, it's more depth to it's that crazy. to that to uh, that scene that everybody makes yes. fun of. I mean, it's it's kind of corny. Yeah, I get it, but yeah, it just adds more to that, yeah. especially his character as well. Um, but back to Rebels. Yeah. So we meet the Grand Inquisitor, and we see a few duels with Kanan throughout mm-hmm. the series. Yes, and Kanan is outmatched. I mean, the Grand Inquisitor makes light work of him. Yeah, the first times, couple of times. Yeah, two, absolutely. three times throughout the season, and also throughout the season, we see Ezra get his first lightsaber. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting how that happens. Yeah, and his his first lightsaber is is really symbolic when you start to think about it. So his his first lightsaber, if you guys don't know, which hope. Hopefully you guys have because yeah, hopefully like it. like we said, if you haven't you've seen it, his lightsaber is a blaster and a saber in one, which is very very not common. It's not common. It's unique. Yes, it's you could say it's a little bit childish and kind of immature. Yeah, a little bit. I would say. I mean, it's just like a fun little gimmicky lightsaber. I yeah. mean, it's pretty cool. Pretty but cool. It, but it's very very useful. Oh, it's super useful. It's very <laughs> useful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It catches a lot of stormtroopers off guard. Granted, it's still tr- stormtroopers. Yeah, but it's it is very useful, and it's a good way to that. That's a that's a perfect way to explain that lightsaber. It's very childish. Yeah, but its its uses are very well. Yes, and that lightsaber later on gets replaced, but for all of season one. The blaster lightsaber is the lightsaber he uses. Yep. And then kind of now obviously more things happen in season one, but then in the finale, because I think see talk about briefly talk about season one, then more and we could talk more into season two. two so we have a four. Yeah, we have a lot of appearances. So Agent Callus is also a minor antagonist. Um, he plays a big role throughout the entire series. Um, you actually get to see Vader. So I think the first scene in the actual episode in episode one is Vader as a hologram talking to the Grand Inquisitor. Am I wrong? Yes, yes. The okay. first episode in the first episode, we 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 do we see Vader as a giant holo- hologram, which again his helmet is based off of concept. Um, Concept um, art for Darth Vader. Yes. Talking to the Grand Inquisitor. Um, I forget what exactly he says. He says, "Hunt down any surviving Jedi." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and pretty much just just basically do what the Inquisitors do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, you get to see um appearances from Tarkin. 
Uh, you get yeah, to see Mustafar towards the end of the of season yep. one, which is obviously as a prequel person I love because Mustafar, it it means so much to the whole saga, um, because it's it, a lot of I, I mean a lot of things in canon do happen on Mustafar. So yeah, um, and as throughout season one, yep, we also are getting messages from Fulcrum. Fulcrum. Yes. Who's Fulcrum? Which um then... which was a reference to if you when you get to season seven of the Clone Wars, uh Fulcrum is the code name code name for Saw Gerrera back in the Clone Wars that mm-hmm. Anakin and Obi-Wan gave him. But it is now used by Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is joined up with the rebellion in Bail Organa, which you find out in the Ahsoka novel, which I would very, very highly recommend. Um, so Hera, and, and you get to see a lot of the, you see the beginning of Hera really building. It, I mean, at this point, at the end of season one, you see Hera. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday dabbling in with the rebellion a little bit at a time yeah and 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 really buying in and and you get to see more of her the of her father's way of 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 yes. uh like th- uh fighting for a cause she really buys into that when towards the end of season one into season two um but kanan overcomes his fear and really decides to take Ezra on, not have Yeah, and that's a huge... And that's a huge moment for his huge, character, for sure. Yes. Be- that's one of his biggest moral conflicts in season one. He's like, do I want to take this Am I worthy? Well, more or less, am, am I, I worthy? Worth? Am I am worthy, I worthy of, of being this because, Can I really do this? Because I, cause he's like, well, past whatever 10 years, he's just been... Kind of there, not yeah. much to do with the Jedi. He's like, no. am I even worthy to do this? And he and he gets his answer. He 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 takes down the Grand Inquisitor, and the Grand Inquisitor kind of yeah. gives us foreshadowing. Which um, yeah, let's talk about that. So as Kanan defeats the Grand Inquisitor, and well, let's let's talk about that whole fight because I think that whole fight's really interesting. No, yeah. So we see the. Um, ghost crew infiltrating the Grand Inquisitor's Star Destroyer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this guy who was previously beating the crap out of them with 
with the power of Kanan and Ezra working together, yep, they're able to take down the Star Destroyer, obviously with the help of the Ghost Crew. Yep. And take down the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, and also incapacitate Tarkin's Star Destroyer yes. as well. Yes. Um, and as, and I think it's really it's really funny how the, uh, they kill the Grand Inquisitor by yeah. there is this huge flashy battle, and then all you see is Kane stick his little lightsaber through. Yeah, and then the he, rotating part, and then just yeah. And as the Grand Inquisitor is dying, he says, "There are things I fear more than death." Yeah, which is a huge, a huge. That means he's not the big bad he he's not he's like okay i'm, I'm just a die. stepping stone i'm just a stepping stone i know what's really coming for you it's like okay yeah i'll die so here's my okay. question do we think do we think vader was on mustafar when when all of this was going down i mean probably i would think so i would think so because that would make more sense when tarkin shows up to Lothal and yeah. he says, the Emperor needs to take care of this Jedi, uh, uh, has something other in mind. And all you hear is the <laughs> invader just walk out and then you hear the Imperial March, a, a version of it play. <laughs> Dude, it's, ah, gosh. For people that, it, 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 I, Vader, Vader, Anakin Skywalker is my favorite character. So when he showed up, I was in. I was like, yep, season two is going to be great. Oh, yeah. Because he, him being the big bad was, I was like, well, I mean, if Vader shows up, there's a chance that they might not make it out alive. Mm -hmm. But now that we've gotten down season one, let's break down season two. Okay. So, so, oh, no, so season two is things definitely start to get more, more spicy. Oh, especially yes. towards the end. But I think probably the first big milestone would be the um Jedi Temple on Lothal. Well, the first episode, the first episode with the two-parter, um Vader ends oh, up tricking yeah. tricking the rebels into trying to uh rescue um yes, dang it, I can't think of her name. Luminara. No, not Luminara. I mean not That's in that's in season 1. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Luminara season one, but she's obviously dead. I don't know how that worked, but that was a really good trick by them early on. But yeah, that was actually, that was a very good in season very two. Good. They in season two they were supposed to save the prime minister of Lothal, mm -hmm. um, and they end up getting really close to to um, uh, saving her, except her ship blows up with her in it. And then Callus, who is also following them, Vader ultimately had set a trap and knew that that was going to happen. And, yeah. and and that's so sinister and so much like Vader. I was like, this fits perfectly because you see so much of Anakin and Vader throughout. Oh, the yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, and then he corners the ghost crew. Um, uh, Ezra, as they're getting on to the uh, shuttle. Uh, says the pain, the fear, or he, I, I sense something. And uh, Kanan also sensed it at the same time. And then you pan back and you see Vader with some smoke coming out and he ignites his lightsaber. And I go, oh, 
Oh, that's like, a good oh. shot. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. and then he lets them escape, mm-hmm. which diabolical. He knew that was going to happen. One of the commanders on the Star Destroyer goes, why is he letting him go? And Callus goes, because he has a plan. And it's just it's perfect. Vader yeah. is the mo- is is hands down the greatest villain in all of cinema history. He just is. Yeah. I mean, he's Vader. Yes, he's Vader. He's Vader. And then and then come to the second part is when you get the reaching out with Ezra, Kanan, and Ahsoka. And then Vader feels it and says, so the apprentice lives. Just lives. And and so that's where you get that gravitas lives. where. And then you're like, oh. You're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's that, that whole, that and first then, episode well, or two episodes. Is then just, Ahsoka. Then Ahsoka passes out. Yes. She's like, oh. Yeah. And then I'm just like, no. Yeah, gosh. pretty much. Yeah. Because you the just last. Free, like, there's nothing, there's nothing more to do than just freak out. You're just like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And but, then moving past the Siege of Lethal. Yeah. We get introduced to the, what do you want to call them? The good old boys, with Captain Rex. Oh, yes. The clone, uh, Gregor and and Wolf. Wolf. Gregor, they, Wolf, and Rex. Yep. And just they, living on their own. Somehow, um, Gregor and Wolf get their chips out. Yeah, which I was hoping we were gonna see that in Bad Batch. You might see yet. that later. I, I, if there's a season two, which oh yeah, for most sure, most likely there will be. I think that'll be explained in in that. Yeah, and we um, get the really cool sequence with them killing that giant monster. Yeah, with Zeb, they use with Zeb. <laughs> Zeb's like, no, I don't want to be the bait. Yeah, yeah, like, they're like fishing for this thing. Zeb's well. Like, ah! Well, in the beginning, it's like Ezra, it, like Zeb, and it, like none of the ghost crew that goes down with him realizes that he's being used as bait. <laughs> and then Ezra goes, Zeb, you're the bait. And then it's too late. He gets eaten by the um, the creature. But then it ultimately works out. And it's like Rex and, and Gregor are like, oh, we knew that was going to happen. It's like, no, you didn't. Don't lie. <laughs> You didn't like know that was going to happen. We have meat for the next five years. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, the uh, the other thing at the beginning of that episode is is uh, Ahsoka sends them to find Yeah, Ahsoka them. sends them to recruit them. And and she specifically speaks to Kanan and says, trust them. And yeah. it and after seeing mm-hmm. what we see in Bad Bat. Bad, yes, makes it, that scene so, so much, much, much more Because yeah. Kanan's like... I never ever want to trust a clone again. Absolutely. And, and you're telling me to trust them? Yeah. So and and it kind of it, and that really builds onto a a under talked about uh relationship between Kanan and Rex. Um yeah. Because Rex is kind of rel- uh, they were sent to get the clones and have them come and fight for the rebellion. First, they were kind of skeptical. Then Callus shows up because a probe droid finds the mm-hmm. ghost crew and the clones. Um, they, the clones end up taking them out. Uh, Rex decides, okay, I'm going to go with because Commander Tano still needs me. Yeah. And 
it was a nice little moment after having seen season seven of Siege of Mandalore and seeing that Ahsoka hug on Rex was just it it meant a lot because it at that point when it was releasing all we got was the Ahsoka book so we really didn't know what had happened between the two because the last time we saw Ahsoka was they uh, she had left the order and nothing else was said um yeah so that was interesting and then uh we get to see them in almost a battle simulation i believe is the next episode mm-hmm. with the droids and that's just kind of a good homage to uh i think that might actually Clone be in Wars. season yep yeah, that's season that three season three okay, that's season sorry. three so then the next one is we get so... introduced to the seventh sister and the f- yes Fifth brother. Fifth brother? Yep, yeah. fifth brother. Um, Two. So they are sent to a Old Republic medical, not not a medical station, but a, a station mm-hmm. um, to get supplies. And the Inquisitors use that as a bait to lure in Ahsoka, Kanan, and yeah. Ezra, which they only get Ezra. But I, you see a lot of character development in all of the episodes. Yes. Um, and it's just I mean, little, these first little few of, these first few episodes of season two are just bangers. Yeah, absolutely. One after once another. the Grand Inquisitor dies, boom, there's two more. Yeah, and Vader. So it's like the stake the stakes are so much higher now than they 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 had to bring it, and they definitely did for season two. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we we meet Hondo a little bit. Hondo Naka. He sees Ezra calls awesome. himself Jabba. Jabba. And... Well, that, that was in season one. Oh, yeah, that is season, season one, one he, episode yeah. when he was captured by the by the, Empire, the Empire for the first time. He goes, yes. what's your name? He's like Jabba, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, Jabba <laughs> the Hutt. Um, we, I mean, we see some awesome battles between Ahsoka and the Grand Inquisitor, Inquisitors, or not the Grand, uh, the Inquisitors. Oh yeah, sorry, the Inquisitors. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Whenever she, so it's like Kanan and Ezra are getting just pounded, and then Ahsoka does like a little, like roll and just. Uh huh. Like, yeah, she oh. shows up. Yeah, she shows up, and and it's like, yeah, get to the ship because they're in in that episode. They, um, they were fending off for these. For kids, yes, yeah, for sensitive kids. And... Yes, absolutely. And you see Ezra kind of. Here's to holiday traditions, the ones that started as a quick laugh but are now irreplaceable. Here's to the recipes that require grandma's mixing bowl because they just won't taste the same without it. The Chinette brand believes in spending more time on traditions and less time cleaning up. With the Chinette Crystal, Comfort, and Classic collections, we can help make your holiday celebrations better for years to come. Here's to mixing timeless traditions with a few new ones. Here's to us, all of us. To find out more, visit mychinette.com. Builds his character a little bit with the little one because he's trying to connect with the force. Um, and you see his development in the force from season one and season two, yeah. where in season one, he was able to, able to conjure animals, which is a lot of these things aren't described in either the clone wars or in, in anything. the prequels movies, or anything else. Anything. So, uh, we're getting a lot of really lore. Cool. Already yeah, in season one and two, 
Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're getting a ton of lore. And then we learn more about the Grand Inquisitor, about that he was, in fact, a, a Jedi. A temple guard. Yeah, a temple guard at the Jedi Temple. And then look at him where we saw him in season one. And then the big episodes. Yeah, Twilight so... of the Apprentice, part one and two, which I think are the... I mean, those are those are some of my best. I mean, th- those are some of my favorite things in Star Wars. Let let's let's go back a little bit. Let's go to the temple when they get when okay. Ahsoka, okay. Kanan, and Ezra go to the temple. We get our first. So Yoda. we don't we don't get our first mention of Yoda. Yoda shows up in season one talking to Kanan and Ezra at one point. Now Ezra goes in and is in what we think is the world between worlds. Um. Yeah. A little bit. We'll talk about that later in this up ep- uh, later in a little bit. But um, we get our first scene of Yoda of him actually seeing Yoda on Dagobah and having that back and forth. Then we have so when they first show up to the temple, each individual has to face either yeah. a fear or a challenge, and the one that hits the most is Ahsoka. Because she she focuses, she's meditating. Then you hear Matt Lanter as Anakin yeah. Skywalker, and behind her shoulder is a is a image of Anakin, which I don't really like. I don't necessarily like it, the image it, either. Yeah, it's not the greatest. It's it, but it's it is what it is. It's the Rebels animation, which going yes. from. I would say that's he's probably my least favorite of the cameos. The animated, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah animated absolutely. cameos. Yeah, absolutely. I I think they I like how they did Yoda. I like how they did Ahsoka, but Anakin. Yeah, no, no, not so much. Not so much. Not not so much. But it's so cool. It's the concept. Yeah, absolutely, that's absolutely. So, and this really builds up to Twilight of the Apprentice. That's why I wanted to hit yeah. this one first yeah. because then he he asked. Why did you leave me? Do you know what what I've what I have become? And then you hear, and you just see the silhouette and just the 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 red aura around Vader, and she realizes that Anakin has is Vader, Vader. and that is so it's so soul crushing as as a Clone Wars as having watched the Clone Wars all the way through that moment means so much more and, and this is all going on in her head yeah she, she hasn't told anyone about this nope. this is all internal just wait anakin's out there yeah anakin's vader yeah oh, oh no. crap yeah oh crap oh no oh no oh no, <laughs> oh, no. how did how did, how did this how did this all go wrong how did this happen yeah. all of these questions are going through her head and then as they leave the temple because the inquisitors ultimately find them through the force, which is interesting. Um, They end up getting into the temple and as Ahsoka is leaving, there's Yoda saying, what's up girl? Hey, how you doing? (laughs) Just like the gets his cane up and says, what's up? And, (laughs) And Ahsoka just gives her, gives him like a, okay. And then goes, so I thought that little moment was cool, but um, 
Another episode before we talk about Twilight the Apprentice oh, yes. is the episode with Zeb and Callus. Zeb and Callus, who Callus killed his entire species, but very few. Yes. And Zeb are stranded on an ice planet. Out outside of Geonosis. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. They can't leave until one of them or somehow they call for help. Yeah. And here we see a ton of character development for Callus because Callus yeah. is this just a hole. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Throughout the entire season... series up until this point. Complete yep. a hole. The first yeah, time we absolutely. see Callus, he's, he's, or one of the first times, he's dangling from the bridge and, and he kicks and the a stormtrooper. Storm yeah. The stormtrooper's like, was that a Jedi? And he's like, stormtrooper. Yeah. Falls yeah just dead. kicks him. What? It's almost, it's almost <laughs> as bad as Grievous in the first season of Clone Wars. Where he just takes out every <laughs> droid. Yeah. You know? um, and but... now these two are stranded. And you definitely see some light of heart start start to come to Callus. After yeah. he realizes... Hmm, these, these guys, they, aren't, these guys bad. aren't bad. Yeah. It's I'm really fighting deep. fighting for the wrong thing. Well, and then that also brings up the, the point of can good people work for the Empire? And it, you yeah. start to question. But can you see? Here's here's my whole thing with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, he turns good. Yeah, but he, he was really of, bad. Yeah, he does a lot. He's a lot of, of messed stuff. up things. Absolutely, like Anakin. Like Anakin. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, Anakin's not a good person in the Empire. He was the Empire and was very bad. But yeah. is that redeemable? See, that's where that's where I'm like. You, you gotta you you, you it, blew it up all depends. Yeah, you, you blew up I, a whole planet. I mean, you were you were part of you were part of the reason why it got blown up. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I get Callus, what you're saying. Callus is a complete different situation. A-hole. Yeah, <laughs> but it turns good. I don't. Mm, was he a, like that? Question is so. It's deep. Much, it's deep. Very deep. And also. I know you haven't read Lost Stars, but there's some things in Lost Stars where, like, is she good? Yeah. Because she's in the Empire. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. It's, it's tough. But let's get into the two best episodes okay. of, the, of the entire series. Pro- I think. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- um, so during the temple uh, on Lothal, Yoda tells Ezra to go to Malachor. The home world Malachor of the Sith, five. Malachor yep. Five, and so Ezra tells Ahsoka, and Ahsoka and Kanan um, leave, and they ultimately find this base. So yeah. Hera, Hera's relationship with the Rebellion really, you really start to see it grow. She ends up becoming a a leader of Phoenix Phoenix Squadron, right? By this point, correct? Mm-hmm. And yes. they find a base. I don't remember what that planet is called. Yeah, what is that base called? It's um, just called Chopper Base because yeah. it, because Chopper found it. Um, so they find that. So after they make the base, Kanan, Ezra, Ezra and, and Ahsoka, and Ahsoka all leave for Malachor Five. Yes. While they're on Malachor Five, they fall through the, you say, crust of the planet. Yes, and end up in a ancient 
Sith, Sith temple. Temple with remains from some Sith war that I don't know if that's. We, we don't know. We don't. We haven't had anything to explore that yet. I well, there might have been some exploration already, but I'm not going <gasps> to no, spoil. No, don't, no, I'm not, I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling. Oh no! But anyways, um, <laughs> so you get to so you get to see this this. So they okay. think that they're going I'll, for I'll knowledge. Let that go. Hold on, I'll let that go over my head. They they go they go and look at this for, for knowledge, and uh so there's a possibility, so they so they think that they're going for knowledge of how to destroy the Sith, um, when really it's it's a weapon, it's a weapon. of the Sith. It's a big weapon. Of the Sith. It's a big big weapon. Um, so there's an Inquisitor trying to. Not kill them, but kill another person. Yeah, uh, called the shadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, sent to kill the shadow, and they're like, so then they disarm the inquisitor, and they're like, who are you trying to get? Yeah, and he says and then, the, shadow. Yeah, the shadow. And then Ezra falls through again. Yep, he follows. And who falls through. Does Ezra meet? Darth Maul, master. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, so that was a big one. So when it was first, so I watched, so after I didn't watch season one, I watched season two when it was first airing. And I and I was like, oh my, they really did that. They brought him back. That's ballsy. Because at that point, we didn't know what happened to Maul. Nope. So, I mean, that's, that. I mean, I would love a little bit more story on how he got to Malachor 5, but I'm sure we will. Yeah. Eventually. But... Then seeing uh, um, Maul try to get Ezra to yeah, come which to that's his more way of season thinking. three. That's and more season three is him being the weird uncle. Yeah, yeah, but you start to see that relationship. Yeah, between so those seeing, two characters. Yeah. So we see, yeah, when we see Maul, just kind of this thing that's been living there forever. Yeah, he's like, here, help me, help me open this Sith temple. Two yep. can, can can open it. Yeah, absolutely. Going back yeah. to the rule of two. Yep, absolutely. Um, so they so, open it. Ezra yep. jumps. Maul pushes him, grabs the holocron. Yep. And then shit starts happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Sith temple just starts erupting. They're like, oh, wait, this is not just a temple. This is this is a weapon. Yeah. And yeah. we just and we just started it. Yeah. And yeah, then who much. comes? Vader. Big Vader. So honestly, that entrance that he has on his tie advanced, the <laughs> most epic, like you couldn't get more badass. It's doing the most anic it's so Anakin. It is. It that really is. is. So Anakin. Just, it's so extra. So like, much just, extra. Yeah. He's just like, okay. But I mean, that kind of shows that there's a little bit of Anakin still in them. Let's just be the most extra we can be, and let's oh, just yeah. ride on top of a tie fighter. <laughs> yeah. So like and and before the before Vader shows up, the two Inquisitors also show up and fight off against yeah. Maul, Ahsoka, Kanan, and Ezra. Um, Maul is he? I think he's about what 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Around the same age as Obi-Wan, so around 60 or 70. Um, No, 60, because um, Anakin's 10 years years younger than Obi-Wan. Um, so in, in, in Anakin's around 50. Um, so he, I know 40, I think he's around 20. Yeah, it doesn't around that time. Um, but he doesn't miss a beat ends up Mm -mm. killing the seventh sister, slicing, slicing her head off. Oh, Um, and you see like the, the blood just black. Like that's like a, I hear that complaint a lot. There's not enough gore. I mean, when she dies, you just see like a mist of blood. Yeah, you see a mist. And, and <laughs> you... And, and it's being... It was airing on Disney XD. There's not much yeah. they could do. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, there's... You don't need to be... And, like, the demographic is six plus. You don't need <laughs> to be showing heads being chopped off to a six-year-old. They'll they'll yeah. have nightmares. Um, yeah. But... Uh, so, when they ultimately... So at one point, Ahsoka and and Kanan um, split up from Ezra and, and Ezra Maul, and, and so Maul wanted to ride the elevator thingy with Ezra. Yes. And Kanan says no. Yes. And then Ahsoka and Ezra go to the top, while Kanan and Maul has some tension and ultimately start fighting. Yep. And then, so when so somehow we get from point A to point B here, Maul and Ezra end up meeting up. I think no, I think Maul and Ezra. So Ezra goes, "I'll go with Maul. You go with you go with Ahsoka," because Kanan and Ahsoka have a little back and forth. Or not Ezra. Uh, K- yeah, Kanan and Ahsoka have a little back and forth, and Ezra and Maul. Maul planting the seed always planting the seed of hey yeah. there's a you could always come with me there's no reason that you have to they, they're, they're, I'm, there's still a different way and he Ezra still is kind of like hesitant and then Ezra gets sent up to the top of the temple to put in the the holocron to find the knowledge and obviously in in mall fashion he turns on on Kanan and ends up blinding him. And blinds him. So that's yep. a great character arc right there. Um, of and then Kanan what does Kanan do? Puts on a mask. Puts on and, a mask like a freaking him. badass and beats him. And beats him. And just so, straight uses the force as uses the force force as his guide. Yeah. To just completely just you're like where, where why were you doing this about ten minutes ago when you could see. No, yeah, absolutely. And 
uh you see his development as a character it's kind of like the old samurai thing i'm not gonna use a big yeah that is very big that's a big moment for him um having to adjust from not using his eyes to using his other senses is what really really helps him tuning into the force yes absolutely um i still think that they took that from the uh um force unleashed games uh he's (laughs) supposed to be the uh rom coda okay i've never played them oh you haven't i have the second one you should play the first one first one's got a great story or at least watch the gameplay on youtube you can always do that um but so then we finally do get to Vader. We, we we see him pan down. He's he he's standing on top of his tie advance with his lightsaber drawn. Uh, no, he doesn't have his lightsaber drawn at that point. I don't. No, he might. I don't remember. He, I think he, it doesn't matter. Um, and then he goes down, and and then Ezra and Vader start fighting. Ezra yeah, thinks that he has a chance. Yeah, no. He gets the crap kicked out of him. Yep. And his loses his little gimmicky lightsaber. Yep. Uh, gets it cut up, <laughs> and and then Ahsoka shows up, and, and, and then and then we get the heartstring heart tugging on the ah. Uh, that episode. I'm here to avenge. And she's like, I'm here to avenge his death. And he goes, he goes, I she goes, I thought I uh thought I I thought I knew who you were, but my know my master would never do anything like what you would do. And he <sighs> said, Anakin Skywalker is dead. I killed him. And she goes, I You know will. what? I will I will I will avenge his death. And then Revenge and then is they, not the way of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revenge is no. not the Jedi way. And she goes, I, I am no Jedi. And she just, <laughs> oh, it's just so that at that that fight in general. And then she gets this is this is what I think is the most heart-wrenching part of that fight. Is she chips his mask. Yeah. And you hear a mix between Matt Lantern and um, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. And it's Ahsoka. You're like, <gasps> and you see the like, blue Anakin. And you see the blue eye, don't you? Or no? Or is that just through an um, edit? I think that's just through an edit. edit. Yeah. That's through an edit. But you you see. You just hear that voice. And you're just like, no, no, you're here. You're here. And And then he's gone. And and he's like, "Um, leave or you will die. Then then you will die. And then it's just, oh. No. Uh, and and then, then we think she dies. Yeah, we think she dies. Maul escapes in one of the Inquisitor's ties. Um uh we see Vader very, very much damaged, walk out of the temple, and then you go back into the temple and you see the triangle. At the time, mm. I called it out. I said, That's Ahsoka, she's not dead. There's no way she's dead. So that was the biggest thing in between season two and season four was what were we ever going to get the answer? What happened to Ahsoka? Um, and that would that would be answered later. Now, season yeah. three, season um, three, we now Maul is kind of the uncle of the group. He's kind of like, hey, Ezra. Hey, Ezra. Uh, he, he so Ezra Come with gets. Me. So Ezra, just like, shut up. Yeah, pretty, yep, pretty much. Idiot. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, Ezra ends up taking the Sith holocron, which gives Maul that link 
to really get into uh no that's season four that's when they get the link um uh and wait no that is season three no, well season three is twin sons okay yep and we'll get but, to that so season three we get introduced to thrawn yes which we'll is int- kind of introduced thrawn will now be the main antagonist through the rest of the show the rest of the series um you get yeah. to meet the bendu who is a force user who is the middle he's the, the middle, middle. Um, not his... a great Jedi. No, not a great Jedi. He's <clears throat> repeat. The Bendu is not, not a, a great Jedi. Yeah, great Jedi, Jedi are not canon. Yeah, they're not canon. Um, so you get a little bit of development with him and Kanan's. Uh, Kanan learn- learns quite a bit on his Jedi yeah. journey from the Bendu. So that's nice. Um, Ezra and gets I a think... green lightsaber. Don't I know how that... that happened, but. Whatever. And he does. So let's talk about that. So first we see Ezra with that childish gimmicky lightsaber. Yeah. And then when season three comes, Ezra's completely changed. The first time I see Ezra in season three, he is out there kicking some butt. Yeah, absolutely. Like like the character development Ezra between season two and season three is immaculate. He goes from being this little Padawan to just a freaking beast yeah, yeah. in season he, three cuts his hair yeah. and gets the new lightsaber which symbolizes a ton of character development that and a lot of time passing as well yeah um and, and then it kind, and it gives you with that story it gives you time to make the big bad and kind of make yeah. the make the rebel make the lothal rebels a little bit more of a threat and yes. you think, and you think you can't get any more diabolical and more of a, a bet. You you just think Vader. That's it. They can't get anyone better. And then they bring in Thrawn, who is yeah. the most diabolical, very very. It's probably the most intelligent, um, character in Star Wars, in my opinion. Just by the Jesus. way he uses art and uses strategy. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot of his character. He was originally an EU or Legends character based on the book of the the a- heir to the, the Empire. Empire. And his uh obviously his race is Chiss. Um they are found in the outer rim, uh not the outer rim, the unknown regions. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know much about him in the show, but there are books, the three Tron, the Thrawn trilogy, which I highly recommend to anybody. Those are great books. Um, but you get a little bit more background into Thrawn, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed him the rest of the series. Right here. Yeah. Good books. Really but, good books. Yeah. So we learn a lot about Thrawn in these first few episodes. And then the let's talk, I think the first main arc in season three would start with the episode Visions and Voices, where so, yeah. they where they adventure to um I'm Man- forgetting Mandalore. Or, no, 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 no. To... Cordon Bl- Cordon uh yes. Condor uh Con- Condor Bon Condor Don. Concord yes. Don. Yes, that's Concord Don. Yes, yep, that is. Concord Don. And Sabine gets possessed by I forget what No, that's that... wrong. That's so that's on Dathomir. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, because before before we get into the Dathomir stuff. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about the Dathomir stuff. Yeah, so Con we'll hit that we'll hit that because that's after Concord Dawn because they have to meet the Mandalorians first. Yes. And that's oh, where yeah, yeah. and that's where it really brings out Sabine. Sabine becomes more of a a frontline push character, whereas in the first two seasons, she was more or less just a background like part of the group. Yeah, and we her meet character her family. These, yep, we meet her family in the later half of season three. Um, but they really, really do a good job. Sabine, Sabine in my she'd probably my number three spot behind Kanan and Ezra. I yeah, love her character development in season three and season four. It's very, yeah. very thought out um, in the way that she has to deal with challenges, especially um trying to uh um use certain things which we ultimately so when maul and ezra meet up uh so they they maul ends up capturing the ghost crew here in key west we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Why is Instacart the holiday rescue app? Because you can get all your seasonal decor delivered instead of having to drive to 12 different stores. Candles and candy canes? Delivered. Wreaths and reindeer? Delivered. Lights from Lowe's? Delivered. And since I know you're going to ask, inflatable snowman? Delivered. So this season, stay in and get decked out. Download Instacart, the holiday rescue app, to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time, $10 minimum per order, additional terms apply. And taking them to like a Polis Masa type of planet. It's not that, but it's, it's, it's like an asteroid. Um, Ezra and Maul use both Kanan's holocron and the Sith holocron to form, and and they try to see they try to get the answers that they're looking for. And Maul does. And Maul finds out that Obi Wan has survived, and also Ezra finds out that Obi Wan has survived, <laughs> and. You know, what's funny is that the key to destroying the Sith wasn't Obi-Wan. It was Luke. Yeah. So they weren't really looking for the right person. All in all, when you look at it big picture wise. But so now we get to Dathomir. Maul yes, is in where... Ezra's mind and he tells him to come to Dathomir. They get to Dathomir and Sabine gets possessed by the Night Sisters. Yes. And which we still don't know how why like what Maul So he was just there because Well, he lured him there because that's yeah. I mean that's that's his base that's of operations. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We don't know how Maul got no. to have that. But and Sabine, while she is possessed by the Night Sisters. Mm-hmm. Steals the dark saber, which is a Mandalorian weapon. 
Uh, yes, if you don't know what the dark saber is, it is a. Yep. You want almost, an, you don't want to say heirloom, but kind of is through the it is. Mandalorian culture. You have to win it by combat. And whoever wins it um, is the leader is the of Mandalore. Full ruler of Mandalore. It's in Mandalorian season one and two, but mostly in season. It two. gets from, it gets from Maul to Sabine. Sabine which takes it she over. Just, she she doesn't she beat just, him for it. She just takes it. She just gets which it. Is, she just takes it. Which it's in funny. Mandalorian season two, it kind of gets a yeah. little murky. Well, that's yeah. So we see um Sabine taken. She's like, once she, once she gets unpossessed by the Night Sisters, she's like, Oh, I don't want this. I really don't yeah. want this. And Kanan's like, hold on, let's let's take a few steps back here. Let's learn how to use the dark saber, and let's, let's learn how to use it, how to wield it you, correctly, and then reevaluate and see if you actually don't want this thing. Mm-hmm. What and those episodes, um, it is the oh my gosh, they build they build on Sabine's character. So Charles the dark saber. Yeah, Charles the dark saber is. I it's think good episode. You get so much in Sabine. Yes, it's it's crazy, and you see her and Ezra sparring with sticks, and she's like, "Why the heck do I have to to duel with sticks whenever I have this?" And yeah. Ezra's like, "I thought the same thing," but she doesn't really buy into it much until yeah, absolutely, until, she doesn't until they they're like, "Okay, let's use our lightsabers." If you want to use a lightsaber, let's let's use our lightsabers. Yeah, Kanan pushes and Kanan, her. And Kanan just kicks a crap over and like. Well, and and the fact that he he pushes her to because she's she's had so much inner pain. She is resented by her own family. She built weapons for the empire, all of these things, and he brought that out of her. And he said, "This is why. This is." what this is about this is what sh- this is who mm-hmm. you are and the fact that they built on that is so amazing so yeah. so amazing um but who is the uh mandalorian i can't think of his name they we see him in concord dawn he helped kanan on my no. is it gar no that gar saxon is gar saxon's on i thought that's you meant on mandalore no Wait, um, who are you saying i'm talking about um, he's part. He's got the blue armor. I, I. It's been a while since I watched Rebels. I can't remember his name. Hold on, I'll get it. Um. But anyway, we Sabine then goes to kind of after after that episode. She's like, okay, I'm going to go back to Mandalore see my family after all these years of of not being with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and then she's like, hey look, I, I also I, I also have the Darksaber. <laughs> oh, uh I I I've almost got the name. It's on the tip of my tongue here. Hold on. It is hold on. Uh Fen Rao. 
Ben Rao. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's the leader of that uh, uh, gang of uh, Mandalorians that aren't necessarily with the Empire, but they aren't trying to fight them off either. Yes. Um, he explains to Kanan a couple episodes before about the Darksaber. Yeah. Um, and and it's it it it's very very opening on how much they hit on Mandalore in that in these next two seasons. It's really yeah. awesome. Um, so the way season three, how does season three end? So we so after Sabina's everything with the dark saber, she gives the dark saber to Bo-Katan. Which bit ironic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've all seen Mando season two. That's not how it how you're supposed to get it, but she takes it. No, and but now she it's takes kinda contradicting it. now. Yeah. Anyway, Bo Katan is something else. Yeah, absolutely. We get twin sons. So this whole time, um Maul is being this he's he's pokey. Yeah. He's like, Hey Ezra, hey Ezra. Hey Ezra, once they get the holocrons together, Maul's like, okay, I got I'm what full, I wanted. Yeah, I fall full into your head though, too. Yeah, we're full. Yeah. He's like, I almost have complete control of you. Now let's go kill Obi-Wan so then we I can be your master. <laughs> Pretty much. He gets to Tatooine after days of just walking in the sand. The iconic Kenobi! Yeah, that was such a good job. And and it's the episode starts with him walking through the sand. Yes. Which is ironic because that's the first time we see him is on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And so, this whole time Ezra's with Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan yeah. is mentoring kind of mentoring. So Ezra there. so Ezra trying to find Obi-Wan ends up passing out from exhaustion. Yeah. And Obi-Wan gets him on a do back yes. and he gets him into the night he says uh he knows exactly who he is he knows he knows who Ezra 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 is which is interesting to me because Obi-Wan we don't know much about Obi-Wan and hopefully we get a little bit more of a glimpse in the show in the, yeah but um it this episode really encapsulate encapsulate encap I don't know what I'm trying to say. It really captures the relationship between Obi-Wan and Maul throughout the entire saga. Mm-hmm. So so then Maul finds Obi-Wan. Yes. And we get the battle. So he starts Which, off yeah. starts off in in Qui-Gon. No. No. He's, oh. So Obi-Wan starts off in Obi-Wan's that one? one more stance. He starts off here. Yeah. He then moves. He moves to his his new No, to Qui-Gon's. No, 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 to his stance. Okay. And then he shifts to Qui-Gon's, baiting Maul into thinking, okay, he's going to, to beat the him. same stance. He's going to the state same stance as Qui-Gon. I'm going to do the same exact thing that I did to kill Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan's thinking, okay, Maul being the person he is, he's if I go into Qui-Gon's stance, he is going to get lured into thinking he's going to kill me that way, and I'm going to do the same thing that Qui-Gon did. Well, since Obi-Wan knew that Maul was going to do that, what does Maul do? He comes in the same exact way he goes to Co-Qui-Gon, and he tries to bump up 
Obi-Wan's arms, just like he did with with Qui-Gon. And Obi-Wan, what does Obi-Wan do? Oops, sorry, my phone is on. No, you're fine. What, is, what does Obi-Wan do? Slashes the lightsaber right down the middle, plays it perfectly. And, and as Maul's Maul. dying, and as Maul's dying, he says, will he avenge us? Or, or, or is, he the, is, the he the is he the chosen one? Is he the chosen one? And Obi-Wan's like, yes. He is. And then and then chills just run down your run down your back as you yeah. see Luke. You hear mm-hmm. Aunt Brew calling, Luke. Yeah. Luke, and Luke runs. And Obi-Wan yes. and Obi-Wan is just watching over. Yeah. So here's my question. Okay. Where in the timeline? Is the Obi Wan series going to take place? Because what years, if ten years, ten years after Revenge okay. of the Sith? So when and... does Twin Sons take place? Five years. Okay, so it is a bit after. It is a bit after. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, that would have been so cool if they did it like right at that time, and then kind of went through it and moved through. If you watch, before. if you if you listen to the podcast last week, we talked about the Kenobi show. Uh huh. In, I I will, I tell you that he will get off of Tatooine, but we will talk about that later. Yeah. Um. So season four, season three ends up, Thrawn finds the base. Finds yeah, finds the rebel base with the Bendu. Oh, I forget what planet that is. It it's I not Tatooine, is it? No, it's not Dantooine. Oh, it's close it to quick. Dantooine, though. Um, and it's called Zero Hour. Yeah. I believe. Or is that wrong? No, that's not Zero uh, Hour. Yeah, it's Zero Hour, part one, part one and two. Okay. I thought so. Um, Wait, they well, let me see are what on... It is... Out... Atalon? Atalon? Yeah, Atalon. It's Adelon. It's Adelon, okay. yes. So, um, Thrawn being the guy he is, which obviously a lot more stuff happens in the season with Thrawn and everything, mm-hmm. but for the general plot rundown, Thrawn finds the base, has them completely cornered to the yep. point where the ghost crew is like hiding under like rubble, trying yep. not to get completely demolished Annihilated. by Thrawn's Star Destroyer. Yep. And then who comes in clutch? The Bendu. The middle. The man that has been all throughout season three. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. And we, we never 
quite saw his powers. We just sees this big giant tree elephant yep. thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you could say. He's like, okay, um, no, this 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 is not right. And the Bendu just completely destroys everything. And he says to Thrawn, "I know how you die. You with you die in a uh, very and it ends up happening to him, mm-hmm. um, which we will talk about in a little bit. Um, so then, after season three, season four, they're they're left stranded. They don't really know another. It I think it takes another time jump. I think it takes another it, time between jump. Three and four. Yes, they take a time jump to." show the progression of the Rebel Alliance as a whole because in season three you also meet up with Saw Guerrera and you season get four Saw. Season four is Saw? Okay. Because yeah. what so once season three ends and the Bendu saves everyone, obviously Thrawn's still out there. Mm-hmm. Um Rebel base goes and moves. To to Yavin. Yeah. In season you four. then Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then you see Sabine in the season opener, comes and saves her father. Yes, who was um, getting like captured by the Empire. We and see Kanan continue to, or I mean, Ezra continue to progress. Kanan continue to progress as a character. Yep, and um, we also get to see Ezra flying a jetpack, which is awesome. Yeah, he's not very knowledgeable of it, but it's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we and season four. The first half is decent. We get everything with Saw Gerrera, their their whole mission. I'm not the biggest Saw fan. I think he's in too much. That's mm-hmm. just me, though. But anyway, Saw, we get to see Saw, their whole mission. Get to see, obviously, his whole rundown about how he wants every single Imperial person ever dead. Yep. And they're much. like, hey. And then Sab- Sabine's and then- like, hey, no. Yeah, yeah, Mon, yeah, Mon Mothma also, when he calls her out in that hologram, she's like, yeah. you're an extremist. What? <laughs> like, we got to have some decency left if we're going to be a rebellion. Yeah. But. And then from season, or meant from episode six on, is one continuous plot line. Oh, yeah, it's main just getting to the end because this is the ser- series this is this season is the last season of the show. Yeah. And it leads up to so major well, things. We meet happen. Roch. We yep. meet Roch. Yeah, Roch. Who is or Rook. a or Rook. Rook. Yeah, However Rook. the heck you're gonna say his name. Yeah, Rook. Um it's 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 continuing to get worse with, with Thrawn. And yeah, I mean, they're just getting to the point where they are the fall is is getting beat down. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think the first giant I mean, let's see. Is there any other Thrawn power continues to get greater and Hera gets captured. Yep, because they tried to attack the they tried to attack a facility on Lothal that is yes. pushing out the Tide Defenders, which are a big thing uh, which for is, yeah. Lothal. And Thrawn, yeah. which is supposed to be Thrawn's big thing for to combat uh, the Death Star, actually. Yes. yes. Um, so they try to destroy that. Hera gets captured. Um, Kanan 
realizes that this is probably the last mission that he goes on. So him, Sabine, and Ezra go and try to save Hera. Um, uh, they end up so Ezra and Sabine end up uh getting so a all... shuttle, yeah, for them to escape on. Uh, Kanan ends up getting Hera. Well, they all um, go flying in on those cool little bird things. The gunship, yeah, it's like a it's like a mixture of the gunship and the Imperial um shuttles. It's like a mixture mm-hmm. of the two. But I'm um, saying whenever they first go in to get Hera back, they yeah. they make the oh those, yeah like, they fly on the fly things. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a good, cool concept. Um, yeah. and then... but then Sabine, yeah, Sabine and and Ezra go to get a shuttle to export them after they get Hera. Yep. And Hera. Is getting tortured by Price. I hate Price yeah, so Price, much because Price is of a that. big player, and she's, she's just the worst. She's so horrible. I hate her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kanan. Um, well, she's injected with truth serum, and Kanan goes and gets her. And they she... have a little lovey-dovey moment. They get her yeah. Calicori back, which we really didn't talk much about the Calicori. Um. Again, because this is we're just kind of running through the plot, and there are a lot more deep things that you could probably make a whole episode on some of the things. Oh we've yeah, you about could do. Yeah, well, you could easily. do a whole episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, the Calicori is just another little deep thing that is yes. an heirloom passed down through, um, through Hera's family, and yeah, and it's something that means a lot. Just in, to her. on Ryloth in general. Um, Calicories are a very important thing for families. Absolutely. Thrawn knows that he captures the Calicory. As they're leaving, Kanan swoops in, takes the Calicory, they go, Mm -hmm. and then they have the kiss. Yep, they they kiss, and then... (sighs) So, as they're trying to escape, they're on this gas... They somehow are trying to escape and they're on this gas, their gas facility for their whole factory. And Price, being the moron that she is, tries to kill the rebels by blowing up the factory and completely shutting down their process while Thrawn is gone on Coruscant, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, and Kanan to save the others. So Kanan, so so the, the explosion comes as Ezra and Sabine are coming in to yep. to come and swoop them down and save them. Yep. Kanan's holding mm-hmm. the flame, and then oh, well, and then you get he the looks pan back. Yeah, he looks back at Hera, gets his vision back. And as uh, he gets his vision back, pushes them. Pushes them wrong. That's that's a big moment. That's that's his ultimate. Ar- that's his ultimate that is, arc. That is Kanan going from "Am I worthy to train this boy?" to risking. I am. I am a to, Jedi Knight. I am a Jedi Knight, and I am going to take away my own life for these people. Yeah, which is huge. And the now. The, 
the Here's build the up for everything else for what happens the rest of the season, this is the catalyst for it. Yes. And this is what they fight for is the memory of Kanan and the the obviously getting the Empire off of Lothal, but the way it affects each member of the ghost. When Zepp doesn't know. Yeah, Zepp doesn't know. Zepp doesn't know. They get back to the base and he's like, hey, where's Kanan? And they're like, and they don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just walk off and he's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, so Ezra, I think this, so after he meets, so then the Loth Wolves comes into play. Yeah. So then these Loth Wolves, which I, are they in the season? Are they? Yes, I think they show up after. Well, they show up in season four. Uh, yeah, in season uh, four, yes. Yeah. So... And these wolves, who which Ezra can control using the Force, and show understand. up. Yes, and understand. And start saying doom. Yeah, and doom. then this big one ends up coming out, and yeah. The reason why they're saying Doom is because that's Kanan's actual name. name is Caleb Ka- Doom. Caleb Doom. So we're meant to think that this is Kanan somehow mani- or the Force manifesting him into Kanan's spirit into a wolf. That's a what wolf. I like to think too. I, I I don't see it would be any other way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and. S- so, I mean, so much stuff happens with with the Loth Wolves. Yep. And and then, as they're trying to infiltrate the Imperial base again, the Palpatine comes into play <laughs> and is luring, basically luring Ezra to the to, to open the... this portal. Well, before the portal is the world between worlds. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. The portal. Oh yeah. Yes. So he's trying to find. Uh, the portal or the world between worlds. So Ezra uses the uh, Ezra, Zeb, and Sabine, and Chopper use the Loth Wolves to travel from one part of the hemisphere yeah. to the to, to the, the next in like hemisphere. in like a day. Like those things <laughs> must have been the fastest like, wolf in the world. <laughs> you start, you start, you start to wonder: uh, Do they have hyperspace? Are they? Do yeah, they no, have right? hyperdrives? <laughs> so they show up. <laughs> The Empire is at the site of the Jedi Temple, where the Jedi Temple yes. used to be. And they are looking at artifacts and stuff to figure out what this all means. And when you see the first thing you see, you the, see father, is the, art, the father, the son, and the daughter, the daughter from the Mortis arc yes. of the Clone Which Wars. it all ties back. It all, it all ties back. back. And Ezra and Sabine figure out a way to open up the portal. Ezra goes through the portal and it's a one-way thing, only one way in or one way out. He finds this in the middle of time and space called the world between worlds. Yeah. And it's it's not time travel. Dave Flonius no. came out and said it's not time travel. No, it's, it's not time just travel. almost this blank area. Yes. It's a void. It's a it blank a void. void between time and space. Yeah, absolutely. And, and while we're walking in, we hear all these voices. We hear Ray. Ray, Obi-Wan, hear Darth Obi-Wan. Vader, 
Padme at one point. Uh, and all of these voices while Ezra's walking through this nexus. Yeah, it's amazing. He then is then who appears Morai. Yeah, Morai, which is the so manifestation appears, of the daughter. Yes, who always follows Ahsoka around. Ahsoka, yes. So Morai is guiding Ezra through the world between worlds to the portal where Ahsoka and Vader fight. And that As she's about to get killed. Ezra goes, no. Grabs her from 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 the fight, which in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the TVA would have been all over that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but... the one with two boards in the TVA, like, are, if it helps you understand it, are semi kind of sort of sort of in the same yeah it's just kind of the the same but not really the same but but in that in a void i don't know i'm not a big fan of time travel but i mean but okay anyway anyways ezra reaches out grabs ahsoka Mm -hmm. and saves her which was meant to happen it's yeah ahsoka was never i think that's a huge misconception is People think Ahsoka was gonna die there. Mm-hmm. That was not ever, ever. That was never gonna happen. The whole point, like the world between worlds, still is one continuous, one continuous time. Yep. It's just he saved her in the world between worlds. It's not like she was gonna die. He came, came on, grabbed her. No, it wasn't. It wasn't changing the fate of anything. Mm-hmm. It was how it was meant to be, and. Ahsoka then is like, oh my gosh, what, where are we? How did we get here? And what, like, what is going on? Yes. Then Lawrence Kanan dies and it's heartbreaking, but Ahsoka's like, okay, what's, what's going on? Like what? Where, like where are we? Yeah. Ezra explains kind of how he got there and then Palpatine appears. Which is, which, which is dope. Ian McDermott reprising his role as Emperor Palpatine should be the only one that does it. Until he dies, then Sam Witwer can do it. Sam Witwer, does <laughs> Since Sam Witwer can do it. <laughs> Sam Witwer does, did Palpatine for The Force Unleashed. Did so he? He did, he did Starkiller and Palpatine. No so kidding. yeah, he does a really good he does a really good Darth Sidious. But so they end up escaping the world between worlds. Ahsoka ends up going back to the time which when I said in season two, she was alive, you can see her say, good yes. luck, Ezra Bridger, as she's walking down into the tunnel and Morai is seen following closely behind her. Yes. So that answers a whole lot of questions about season two. Um, then Ezra gets the idea of the next couple of episodes, getting the getting all of the characters that we have met in the series together to save Lothal. Well, originally he wanted to save Kanan. Yeah. He's like, originally. oh my gosh, I can say I can save Ahsoka. Why can't I save Kanan? And then they're like, you can't do that. Because if you and do, you die. Heart. Yeah. So then they get, but yeah, all the characters they have previously met throughout the series yep. in a an attempt to save Lothal, including. Hondo Onaka. Hondo. Hondo Onaka. Who, who, 
who is Ando. like kind of like the weird cousin the whole entire time. Just kind of shows oh, yeah. up, but he uh, he shows up. Everything with Morton, whatever. They go to save LaFall, and successfully they do with the expense that as Ezra and Thrawn, Ezra turns himself in. Yes, he turns himself in because if Thrawn, if he doesn't, Thrawn will bombard the city, yes. which he does once. Which um, shows extreme, that's a huge, that is the biggest part in Kanan's arc is that Ezra that is moment. able to make that he, decision. He's he is going from this kid who is stealing food, barely able to survive, making his way through, not a very good person, to no. to risking his life for yeah. Lothal and for his family. Yeah, absolutely. And that just goes to show you the direction that Dave Filoni and Carrie Beck and all the people have and how much trust we have in Dave. And that's yeah. why he is in the director in the position that he is now. Um, yeah. So Thrawn brings him in, has a bit of the Jedi Temple from Lothal, and Palpatine <sighs> shows up as the Chancellor, and he yes. does his little manipulation. He's probably the best manipulator in all of cinema. He manip tries to manipulate, shows Ezra a portal to where he can have his parents back. His parents are alive, and he can but live that does... life. But if he does, he loses. He loses everything, kind of like the same boy. No same and... way that he does it to Ray in the Rise of Skywalker. Well, he gets if if Ezra went in, um, Palpatine would be able to go through the world between worlds. Oh yeah, and that too. I mean, that's pretty big. If if Ezra yeah. goes in there and Ezra chooses no. Because he learns that he can't just go in there and save people. It's not how it works. Yeah. He can't. He's he has to come to the harsh realization yeah. that he's never going to see his parents again. No. Yeah. Which is one of Ezra's biggest realizations. Um, his, his realizations. Toughest, toughest situation that he has to face in all the series. Is, is, yeah. Is he has to realize that his okay. parents are are no longer here. Yeah, and that he has well, and and he's lucky he has a new family. But yeah, after he destroys the portal, he goes and tries to take out Thrawn, and what shows up? But the space whales from season two. Purgles. Yeah, the Purgles. The Purgles um, show up because Ezra Ezra's ability. I forget what ability it's called. So it's not an ability. He uses the frequency that they respond to. The okay. ghost goes into hyperspace, uses a frequency to have them all show up. And when they all show up, they take out the Empire at the same time. Um, and one so of the, the Purgles wraps around Thrawn. Thrawn and, and Ezra is... And, and Ezra's almost in the same position that Kanan was. Yeah. He's holding Thrawn at will with one hand. Yeah. And goes crew with the other hand. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 a very, very telling moment. And uh Ezra plays a message to the ghost crew saying, Hey, if you if you're watching this, you know that I'm gone. I I did this I did this for you guys. I'm I, I hope that, to see uh, you again. Sabine, come and find me. Yes. Basically. And the Empire, so they send up the the actual base full of Imperials, 
they send it up in the sky and blow it up, put it for self-destruct. And Lothal, from that point on, is free, and the Empire never comes back. They never come back, which is the most strange thing to me. But it, but then again, yeah, the original I th- trilogy happens. Yeah, that yeah, the original four, trilogy happens. I, I like it. They just they said, okay, I guess we lost. I, it's probably because they lost so much that they didn't want to. Like, okay, there's we're no not, point. We're not going to be able to. And oh, yeah. ultimately, the Ghost Crew won. Ezra won. Yeah, Ezra won. But now. But now, he's gone. He's gone. And the end, and what do you call that? Not the end credit scene, but that the last few minutes of the show is Sabine, a f- few years down the line, saying what happens to everyone. Zeb and, and Callus go off and live live on their own with the people of the Lasats. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, Sabine and Ahsoka. Well, Ed, well, Hera goes and raises Jason, Jason Sindula, which, which by the way, the she was pregnant, which is weird. the kid of Kanan and Hera. Yeah. Interesting kid. Where, wondering when that happened. Which I think we're going to see him in Ranger of the New Republic. Possibly. Yeah. And, and Ahsoka and Sabine. And the final thing she says is Ezra Bridger's out there. It's time to bring for him it, home. For, yeah. Yeah. Time for him to come home. And that's where we're at now. Possibly we see Thrawn and Ezra in the Ahsoka series. We will. Um, We will. will. It'll be it'll be interesting. I can't. I mean, I can't see us not seeing. Yeah. I mean, even in Mando, she's like, "Where's Grand Animal Thrawn?" I think that kind of yeah seals the deal that Ahsoka is going to be almost a rebel sequel. It could it be. It should be. I Absolutely. think I but it it'll obviously still be, I want it to be, but it'll still be a a Ahsoka centric show, but they will do finding of Ezra and and stuff like that. But yeah. Well guys, that is Rebels in a nutshell. I'm sure we missed a whole ton, but oh, I we like missed we so much. We, uh, yeah. we but this episode is full of knowledge. There's things that we could have missed, but you know what? We're going to do a Rebels recap once we finish the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch and we'll get to Rebels and we'll have Carter on every once in a while to recap individual episodes, do a little bit deeper dives into Rebels. Um, But guys, I think that's going to be it for an episode. Uh, Carter, where can the good people find you? So I am on TikTok at Car2D2 and my... so. My backup account is Car2D2. I was experimenting with accounts. My main account is Car2D2 1.0. Um, soon, once the one month uh, expiration gets up, I'm just going to make that Car2D2. So you can find me there. And you can find me on the every Monday, every Monday at 8 o'clock Eastern time mm-hmm. on the They Fly Now show, myself and Hareth Productions on TikTok. We have our own podcast where we have yep. some amazing guests coming on including Legan. Yep. Uh, we'll be on here in, in a few upcoming weeks. So yes, you can find wait. me there. It's it's an awesome show. This mm-hmm. Monday, we will be talking about lightsaber fights across Star Wars and more of a deeper meaning into it with some amazing guests. And oh, you, you won't want to miss it. 
So you can find us on YouTube at the They Fly Now Show and on TikTok at the They Fly Now Show and myself at Car2D2. And guys, you can find you can find us at the Padawans podcast on TikTok, uh, Instagram at Padawans on Twitter. And I just want to say thank you, Carter, for being my first guest. Um, It was an honor. And this was my first time guest starring, I guess you could say, on a podcast. It was a first for both of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it was a pleasure. Um, We'll have you more on once we once we get a little bit farther through the Clone Wars arcs and the Into Rebels. But yes, um, that that is all. Uh, may the force be with you. Always. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.